0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: I've always been interested in, in being of service. I think the worst thing someone could be is not be useful.
2: So buckle up,
3: buttercup. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Team Never Quit podcast. As always, thank you guys for listening and watching. And please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button wherever you get your show. So today, before we get to our very special guests, let's kick it off with our usual Patreon question of the day. And today's is what is your new year's resolution?
4: Oh, Gosh, I haven't even thought about mine yet. <laughs> I
3: feel like we're way too you early got- for that one. Still, what <laughs> was that set in? This this episode will air after Christmas.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: I have the same one every year. Do you know Yeah, what you I'll got? kick it off. Yeah. yeah go ahead.
1: Um, I don't make resolutions. Okay. I set standards. I like it. Yeah, I'm glad woman. you went
2: first because now mine's just shifted into. <laughs> so we do not in, in our
1: in our family we Ugh. do not set goals we set standards as a guidepost for how we operate.
4: I like it spoken like a true very strong alpha woman.
2: I try to keep my Christmas spirit all or my Christ spirit all year. Mm. I, the kick is hey how you doing right and I mean just in in every situation I go in try to keep, kick that back. One year I lost it the day after Christmas. Something pissed
1: me off, <laughs> and you still remember that because there's been many I Christmases. I absolutely do. Because I was fired up
2: about it, and it was <laughs> the most little thing. And then I've made it to the middle of the year, and I made it. And now I, because I, I, something happened. We were on a trip, and something aggravated me. And I, I'm, I'm hard on myself about it, actually. So it's always the same year. I was like, "Hey man, I'm just try to be a keep that great attitude until <laughs> we get back to this moment."
4: Because when he gets in a mood, he doesn't, like, have an outburst. He gets quiet, like, real, real quiet. I feel like it's a team guy Yeah, it is a 100% a team
1: guy thing. Yeah, just it just guy thing. yeah, yeah. Yep.
4: but it makes everybody else uncomfortable. Yeah, totally. Like, so uncomfortable.
2: That's how you know how team guys are thinking. When they, when they get quiet and they get I like, oh. I'm like, oh, oh no, shit. what's wrong? What, what's up? <laughs> if, you, if we're barking like seals, that's why they call us that, and then throw us a ball, we'll play, it doesn't matter, <laughs> cold water. But, yeah, it's, it's something for sure.
4: I usually do set a resolution and it's, I try to make it something that I can actually accomplish. I don't like setting something that I know I'm going to fail in. And I think for this year, I just, I need to be more organized. That's my downfall. I am a throw it and forget about it kind of person. So I really just need to work on my organization. And that
2: is gonna be my resolution for this year. I will, I would never say that you were unorganized. Yeah, I'm just
1: thinking. He, she's like, no, like, I, I. respond to the emails. I do this. I'm. I'm thinking that maybe organization is not the thing. I, it runs in,
2: in different in, in categories though, because some people they they're, they're oh, freaking. That is so squared away. Yeah. That is squared away. And then whatever other part of that life is. I think you got to have it. It's that well, offset. Well, I
4: compartmentalize. Man. So in certain things, I'm very organized and I get shit done, like really, I'm on top of it. But then there's like my car.
3: I was going to say your car yeah. too. Oh, that's, <laughs> no, let's, let's make that step okay, one.
2: So, no, I, when, I, when I made the bed this morning, I literally walked oh. in your room and put your house shoes in your closet and I I laughed out loud. It looks so. like an avalanche. <laughs>
4: So my car and my closet are the two... That's what I'm talking about. My car and my closet. Because everything else in my life, I have very organized. Yes. But those are the two areas where I'm
1: like, don't touch. Nope. I got a solution for it. Okay. You hire an organizer. Yeah. Put a system in place and be done with it.
4: So I do have someone that helps me with that. But then I'm like, they get it done. They get the system done. And then throughout the year, I tend to just push things aside oh hey you
2: taste on the first time i ever saw her when y'all switch you know like when, when the team guy does something yeah. you kind of just i organized her wallet it was oh. just, just sitting there and i i think i had a back surgery and she, you know, i didn't have anything to do and i pulled all put all the ids in order put the from one to five to ten dollar bills in order organized all the receipts she saw that i had, I had done that and i thought
1: I flipped, yeah. Of I mean, course I,
2: you. Of course, no
4: I know where
1: everything yeah, exactly. is. If it's you guys like, would stop touching everything, yes. we would be able to oh, operate and get. I, every- yeah. So you don't, you didn't realize this, but you have now invited I, a team guy wife on your podcast. <laughs> so now, now it's just all over.
2: No, no, I. I
1: he learned his lesson. Well, lessons. here's the better. Yeah. This is what's
2: so beautiful about this. Since I was new to the realm, I appreciate the fact that there's my brothers out there that are suffering like I am. <laughs> Because nothing throws us off more than that. <laughs> yeah. And you gotta the way the best way to explain to me is that we were so fortunate enough to be a, a assignment. So like mm-hmm. the admiral's like, hey, I'm gonna pull you two off the line. I get to marry her. He got to marry you. hmm They outrank you. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't yell back. You can't. You can't beat no, nothing. You can team guy and go and do that outside. But you're for protection and enforcement. You That's drive. Right. They want to go to a baseball game. Your ass is driving. <laughs> you're not.
1: I wish Shane could hear hey, this. He will. He's, he's gonna, hearing he's, it right
2: now. I, uh, this, this, is, is, this is <laughs> how they had to explain
1: to me. And when I saw it like that. Oh, man. Then it
2: went. So funny. I was funny. like, okay, so as a team guy, that'd be the best assignment ever. Like, you were so squared away. They pulled you off combat line. You got to go and watch out for them.
1: But don't tell us what to do. You just well, have no, to say, head, watch out for like, like, hey, so- us. <laughs> whatever they say. It's so wait a like, second, yeah. though. I travel for work. And I called. I left Shane with. So for the listener, we have a two and a half and a four and a half. I left for work. I called him, FaceTime, everybody is screaming. And I'm like, honey, you're you're a SEAL, you got this. He's like, Afghanistan was easier, get home. <laughs> like, I cannot do this. i said, that has nothing to do with this, <laughs> right? It's
2: like, that's completely out the window. We did learn from scratch. Every every book that you read, we were joking about this the other day. I was like if some guy's like, hey, there's a great book on how you should be with your wife and, and, and how to treat her. I was like, who wrote that? Some other dude about his wife? Because if you try to implement... That wheel on some that doesn't work. (laughs) It's literally like you have been trained as a team guy to be a specialist. Like roll with it and suck it up. You know what I'm talking about? Because every time I would try to complain, was the the dude didn't care. He's like, son, this is life. This is what you have to do. I was like, well, okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough.
4: Yeah. So we learned early on. He he doesn't mess with my car, my purse, my. Closet, and those are the only areas that are total chaos. Everything else is in order. So, I'm going to work on that this year. That's my resolution.
2: Mm -hmm. I feel like we went on a tangent about that. Yeah, a little bit. All right, right. (laughs) sorry.
4: All right, so to kick it off, we have Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, and I'm so excited to have you on. I've heard so much about you from our friends, and I've watched your YouTube videos and different interviews that you've done, and I love what you do and what you stand for, and you are a fellow sister. So I'm excited to finally meet you and have you on the show.
1: Yeah, I'm so grateful to be here. And I was just saying, you know, there's something very special about team guy families. And it's like, we're just all part of the same big thing. Yeah. So
4: if you'll just take us back to where you're from and give us a little back history on you. Yeah.
1: Um, so, um, Obviously, my name is Gabrielle Lyon, and uh, some people call me other things, but I'll, I'll just stick with a lion. Does anyone five... call you Gabby? No, no. I was thinking of other four or five other oh. words, but <laughs> uh, we'll just stick with that. I am a fellowship-trained physician. I um, have a somewhat of a unique perspective in the way that a lot of physicians come to a point in their career that they switch practice. They switched practice because they saw a better way. And I would say that I had a moment of that, but I um, was lucky enough. I graduated high school at 17, moved in with my godmother, who happened to be a real tra- trailblazer. She was a PhD in nutritional sciences. Where,
2: where is this at? Texas, where were you we No,
1: at? so I'm from Chicago. Okay. And I graduated high school early, so I graduated in three and a half years. Like Chicago, Chicago? Yeah, like Chicago, Chicago, but I did go to high school in the suburbs. Um, and i moved to hawaii oh
4: how fun To
1: hawaii <gasps> worked for room and board you know i really think that my mom just wanted me out of the house i was a pretty lots well, of far aggressive. that's a good one. that's yeah, a big I move. Mean, she didn't yeah so she moved cuz that's me. not even hawaii right.
2: or or oahu yeah. that's completely Kauai's different far. she
1: probably would have sent me to a different planet but we <laughs> um, we pretty much agreed on hawaii oh
4: my gosh.
1: and uh, i moved in with this phd in nutritional sciences and this is you know, you hear a lot about, especially now, this alternative way of thinking about things, that things are preventative, that food is medicine, et cetera. Um, but before that was a thing, there were a group of thought leaders that had to put that into practice. And she happened to be one of those people. That's awesome. So I became obsessed with nutrition.
2: They usually stem from people who come up in the world of, to make themselves better in that,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like with athletes. Like yep. How can I get strong? How can yep. I, I fine tune this thing? Yep. And then no one wants to hear it. We are we are our own worst enemies. Sometimes it's good. So that means something can't come in and immediately take over. So, but then some things are so good, and you know they absolutely work. And we still make them wait. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's frustrating a lot of times, especially for us. We set the own, our own rules on that. Yeah. But the the passion you have to have that's what drives. That's how you know someone's good at it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, and I, I started, I, I, so I never changed my direction. So from seventeen. To where I am now, my direction never changed. I studied nutritional sciences and uh, was lucky enough to train under one of the world leading experts in protein metabolism. Oh, wow. And um, was able to create a kind of medicine, which is cool. But fast forward to when I finished, I thought I wanted to work with athletes. Mm. I got there, started working with these athletes, and I couldn't have been more disinterested, Mm. which Brought me to the, and I say this cautiously because I still work with some, but the attitude, the, you know, uh, and then I'll get into how I fell into working with the military. I was very unimpressed with the physical ability to be good at sport. And, you know, someone might be listening and be like, well, she's an asshole because it's amazing to be good at sport. Don't worry about all that. Mm -hmm. But there was something in, the purpose of what they were doing that, uh, and the way in which I was watching the dynamics, not saying that all athletes treat people, Mm -hmm. but it was very self. It was about the self and I, I wasn't interested in that. Mm -hmm. And it really was off putting as a young physician that it wasn't a population that I was primarily interested in.
4: Well, there's definitely a clear difference between those athletes that, have that natural gift where they never really had to try very hard and they're yeah. total prima donnas yeah. by the time they get to be pro, whether it's Olympians yeah. or yeah. NFL or whatever it is. And then there's those athletes that have to work their ass off that are so humble. Totally. And they're not athletes. They're, but they're like, that's why, that's, they're, why that has, that's
2: why that happens. They're like <laughs> fighters. They're truly get, are, get, they truly are. The yes. They share the
4: mentality as like a fighter. And a lot of them are huge. Um, military supporters, because they have yes. that same kind of mindset. Yes. And Marcus um, goes to Exos every year. It's a I know exactly physical rehabilitation um, place and strength and conditioning place kind of m- molded into one in Pensacola. And so we get to meet a lot of athletes through that. And I've seen that very clear difference exactly. of the guy that gets a jammed toe and he's crying. So that's actually what
1: happened. Someone <laughs> jammed a finger
4: yeah.
1: and they were, I mean, it was so dramatic. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not my patient population. Yeah. This is not that's, who I'm going to serve.
2: I had yeah. to learn how to, and the difference came from, I was military first and went into with, with the athletes. And then you, you truly see what drives you. Mm-hmm. like What's driving that thing? So is it naturally gifted that it can just do that sport yeah. with minimal with minimal drive? Yeah. Or is is the spirit driving that? thing? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, does he? Does do they believe they can do that? Because yep. it doesn't matter what it's wrapped in. Yeah. The power of belief. It it That means whatever something in there can do it. it, and it got wrapped in something that can't. That doesn't matter. You'll yeah. figure out a way. Yes. Right. So when you and then when you see guys get hurt or girls get hurt and they they kind of like oh. It must be your gift is your body then,
1: Mm -hmm. yep.
2: And when it gets injured, they don't know how to deal with that. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I I never saw that. Like you you don't think, at least I didn't. I didn't see everyone as different like that. I was like, hey man, you're in there, you're trying Mm -hmm. hard because that's what I had. I had to gut it out. Like I was just. And but you need the ones in there that have that natural talent because they look good doing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's there's something to that man. Like
2: like Usain Bolt and all them when they run. Yeah. I hate running, but when I watch someone do that, I'm like, oh, I feel like jogging.
4: <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to go try
2: that. Well, it's kind of like when Bob Ross paints. Like, I, I know I can't do that, but for whatever <laughs> but, we, you kinda you but you kind of think you, you can when you see it. That's how you know you've run across yeah. <laughs> a master. Is when yeah. they can do their thing in front of you, and you're like, not only can he, I can, I can do it. Just by, he made it seem that that freaking easy. You'll go buy everything before you even try it. Yep,
1: and then you do it, and you're how like, how great are they? That looks like a stick figure. Not right. <laughs> I,
2: like my, I was like, I didn't look at anything. I was listening to everything you said.
0: <laughs> just, just,
2: Total hard part, pass on right? that. Yep, that's yep. the best part. When you get in there, he's like, hey, what walked in the door? Let's just check this out yeah. and see it kind of unfold. And then when they... I, I didn't know that. When you're young, you can't.
4: That's funny. I
2: think you only see what you are. Yeah.
4: So how reflection. long were you in Kauai? Because that's such a great place to be when you're yeah. health-focused. You know, mm-hmm. The food is so fresh and so good. We've been once... And the, she I mean, loves bad Manif- food. I freaking love Hawaii. I mean,
2: she might have been out there in a former life or something. I think I that's was. All I, hear.
4: I love it. And I just, I love the food. It's so good and everything's so healthy. And I, I love it. I could live there.
1: She- yeah, nice. yeah I, I was there a year. I okay. was there a year and uh, changed the trajectory of my life. And I knew that I there was a better way. So I've always been interested in, in being of service. Mm-hmm. I think the worst thing someone could be is not be useful to a person sitting next to you. And I know that that might seem silly, but um, I was there. I then went to train in nutritional sciences. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think about being a doctor until I was at the University of Illinois. And have you been to Illinois? Lots of uh, cornfields, lots of tornadoes. Um, There was a tornado warning. We had to go to a fallout shelter for two hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking, wow, if shit really went down, I'm completely useless right now. I am training. That's where you see that. But I'm. What? Tra- That's where that gets unveiled, right? And, and so, like so that. we're all sitting down here, and I'm thinking, okay, if if there's an emergency here, what can I do? I'm training to become a nutrition expert. I'm going to say, here, have an apple. We're in the middle of an emergency, but I can give you an apple. And it, I had this aha moment where I knew I wanted to go to medicine mm. because I wanted to really be able to have additional tools.
4: I like it. Yeah. So did you make that change then? Immediately. Oh, wow. So I
1: studied nutritional sciences, then went to medical school. Okay,
2: so just a yeah, quick, your yeah. family, come, are, they like, are they wired like you are? Because a lot of people, when they see something, they're like, hey, we're just doing it. Yeah. It's like if something comes up, there is no right now, later, or there's, right, there's right now, there's not tomorrow or anything, that, that kind of ambition. Did you have that as a kid? Um,
1: so my dad is uh, what one would consider a genius. So he went oh, to Wharton. We he graduated third in his class, um, was captain of the wrestling team, was oh. a mathematician. Oh, all. like, oh, a triple yeah. threat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he <laughs> is, was... Um, What's that like? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, he's a mountain man in Ecuador. Oh, wow. Well. He went That's through some... That's where they hide those guys
5: right there, right?
1: <laughs> he went through some pretty <laughs> significant trauma and left everything. Mm. And just left the entire westernized society and... Oh, so you've got went a great story. Yeah. yeah. Went into the mountains. Oh, my but gosh. But when you ask me, uh, is everyone in my family as driven, I would say there's definitely unique stock. My sister is a, a PhD. She's a professor in criminology. Oh, wow. And policing and all oh, this stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. She loves that stuff, too. Oh,
4: my gosh. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, ch- you change your whole trajectory just based
1: off of an incident in a fallout shelter. Well, I... Um, knew that nutritional sciences was important,
5: mm-hmm.
1: but there had to be more. And so I went to medical school. Then after medical school, I did two years of psychiatry residency. Mm. Then I did three years of family medicine. And then I did a two-year fellowship in nutritional sciences and geriatrics. And ultimately what the, the combination of it is, is it's medicine – with lifestyle intervention. And ultimately, I had one other aha moment that changed everything for me. I was always interested in being fit. I was always Mm -hmm. interested in thinking about these diseases of aging and what, I mean, look at our society, Mm -hmm. it's a mess. And I was in my fellowship that I didn't wanna do. I did a geriatric fellowship, which is over the age of 65, Mm -hmm. nursing homes, dementia care units, like it's rough. Mm -hmm. And it really shows you mortality. At a young age so here i am a young physician seeing these oh, yeah, people sure,
0: sure.
5: you know
1: you're seeing 30 patients a day 20 of them are never going to make it out of the hospital mm. you know so i in the morning and That's by the different way,
2: kind of medicine all together
1: it's so it's not your this is palliative care this is end of life this is not and by the way this is not what i wanted oh, to do.
2: the ones that work in that
1: field ugh. so here was the deal so marcus here was the deal is that in order for me to further my nutritional science training, I had to be able to do something in medicine because you have to get funding. And the funding spot that was open for me was geriatrics. Mm. So in the mornings, I did obesity medicine research. And in the evenings, I did the same thing. We did brain imaging, et cetera. And then during the day, I would see all these older patients. And I was working on the interface between body composition, brain function. Okay. So I'll shorten the story, but this is a moment that changed everything.
3: Hey folks, let's talk about workout essentials. We all have our favorite gear, but here's the real game changer you didn't know you needed. It's called FitBot. It's not just any app, it's like having your personal trainer pushing you to excel every single day. Every morning I get a push notification with my freshly tailored workout plan, which is nice to see because it encourages me to actually get up and hit the gym every day. Planning workouts has literally never been easier. And the beauty of it, it evolves with you. So it feels like your workout buddy's right there, always adapting to your progress. I'm trying to work on my strength and staying consistent So FitBod's been my tracker, my motivator, and I'm loving every minute of it. Even when life's been on turbo mode, FitBod's got you covered. Hotel gyms, cramped rooms, it doesn't matter where you're at or what equipment you have. It has a workout for everything. If you're ready to elevate your workouts, let's unlock your tailored fitness plan together. Grab 25% off your subscription or try it for free at fitbod.me tnq. That's fitbod.me slash tnq.
1: She was a mom of three kids, always put herself last. She struggled with the same 20 to 30 pounds, doing exactly what general medicine had told her to do. Eat less, exercise more. And I imaged her brain. I fell in love with this woman, right? Like, so bubbly, so incredible. I imaged her brain. Her brain looked like the beginning of the brains of the Alzheimer patients that I was seeing.
4: Mm. How old was she?
1: In her mid-50s. Oh, wow. And I had this moment, like, what the fuck are we doing? We're telling people to do these things. She's following it. Oh, yeah. We're, and we're not telling them the right information. Mm-hmm. And so I am a bit obsessive in the way that I, I think about things. And I started thinking, what was the same thing? How would I go and ask these other physicians, how is she, you know, trying to lose weight, do these things? And they told me it was the standard of care, eat less, exercise more. Um, and then I, I realized that the one thing that all my patients had in common wasn't this obesity issue that everyone was saying it is. It was that they all had unhealthy skeletal muscle. It wasn't that they were over fat. It wasn't that we have an obesity issue. What we have is a midlife muscle crisis. And then at the end of the day, we've been focusing on the wrong problem. And if we are to ever get better at any kind of problem, and I know this is a January episode, so everyone is going to be thinking about body changes, fitness, et cetera. This is and when we do it. Mm-hmm. This is when we do it. This is
2: when everyone, excuse
1: Everybody me, does this it. is when everyone does it. Everybody does it. And the one thing that I really want to impart on people, there's really two things. Number one, we don't have an obesity epidemic. The idea of focusing on what you have to lose is not the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's all about what you have to gain. And what you have to gain is skeletal muscle. And the person you become by being dedicated and going through that process is more than physical.
4: Back to the woman that was kind of the groundbreaking idea for this. Did you discover that and be able to help her
1: implement that? I couldn't because she was a research participant.
5: Oh.
1: But I vowed to myself, and she was in a study, Mm -hmm. but I knew that going forward... I was never going to let another patient go through that process again if I had anything to do with it.
4: So, do you think someone that's at that point where if you scan their, if you met that woman today and you were able to implement what you know now for her, do you think it would actually help?
1: Like, would the brain imaging regress? I don't know if the brain imaging would regress, but it certainly would help from getting worse. Okay. And then also all the diseases that we're thinking about, everyone talks about cardiovascular disease, diabetes, cancer, etc. insulin resistance. These are not diseases of obesity. Mm-hmm. They're diseases of skeletal muscle first. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. Well, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. At a certain age, we stop going to the ground. When you're born, right. you're, when we're born, you have baby muscles. When you're older, they have them again. Yeah. For whatever reason, yeah, yeah, you stop yeah. going all the way to the ground. On yeah, jiu-jitsu yeah. and all that stuff. That's that's right. If you see an older person that does that, they look. But the exterior muscles become so powerful that they squash those interior muscles. Just by going to the ground, stand up. I, when I went to Exos, when I, I mean, they threw me in there. There's nothing left. That's how they started me. Marcus started so now, going to Exos right up, after so his first stand per- time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I had to start. I baby-stepped yes. it back. Yes. And the biggest thing that I noticed... And this is the best part about being in the program is that there were phases of when you were going to be in peak maximum shape yep. and then when you, when you weren't. So you kind of got used to that Yeah. and you weren't freaking out when you were out of, out of shape. Yeah. The biggest thing is a routine. Like first just walk to the gym for a couple weeks just to get there Yeah. I and mean, not work out. Cause if you just don't even have that routine and you walk in and something kicks your ass, your body by design will be like, I don't want to go in there. <laughs> it'll talk to the mind. Totally. It, th- there's three different things going on in here. Yep. Most people don't know that men's fat, that we store our fat on the inside of our muscles and women store it on the outside. So the fact that you look like that means that you have to work twice as hard as... And it takes longer to show. Most people don't know that. Like, we can work out for two weeks and you can see it in a second. Y'all have to work out for four <laughs> almost just just to show that. Not only that, you have to hold it, which is... This place is not designed for that. Two weeks, you're shifting into something else if it's not a if it's not uniform. That's the best part about or the the, the humor in God, if mm-hmm. you will. Like, how can you work out that hard and then 24 hours it wants to do something different, right? Yeah. No one ever explained that to me like that. I'm like, I get in the gym and work out. I'm like, oh, okay, but it doesn't want to do that, <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like,
1: oh, yeah, it's not. It doesn't working want to. Right? So if you tell it. If yeah, you Tell yeah. them that,
2: and they're like, oh, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it's baby steps, man. We got to
1: totally. You know, the the biggest piece of advice, you know, as people are thinking about the new year, um, is number one, you got to plan for your human weaknesses. Do not be surprised that you don't want to go to the gym. Do not be surprised that you're going to fall off. (laughs) Right. Everybody is shocked. Everyone's shocked. Like, yeah, no kidding you. No kidding. So you plan for that. Yeah. You plan for when you're traveling. (laughs) Yeah. Don't eat like an asshole. You plan for it. I, I know it sounds crazy. You pack your food. You plan for your weaknesses. And then you don't succumb to them. And then people always ask me about nutrition, right? Um, and the key, and actually that's why I wrote this book, Forever Strong, which um, was a labor of love. <laughs> uh, two babies, two years with a husband in medical school. So Shane had transitioned out of the teams and was in medical school. And I wrote this book so that everybody could read it. It could be for you, it could be for a doctor, it could be for anybody, so that you can take health within your own hands. And there's a lot of misinformation in the nutrition space.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Prioritize dietary protein. No broccoli is not the same as as a cow. It just isn't. No red meat is not killing the planet. Mm-hmm. You eat for strength. And everything else is a smokescreen.
4: I feel like, because I deal, Marcus's mom has a set of medical issues. My little sister that's 25 mm. has severe medical issues with her heart. Um a couple of other people that we're close to have my grandma has dementia. And when I look at, you know I'm trying to do all this research on what's best for each person, and everything is so contradicting.
1: It's so contradicting. especially all like contradicting my mother
4: in-law yeah. has two different sets of medical issues. both thi- if if I were to go down the list of what the doctors say she can eat on one of the issues and then on the other, she can't eat anything. I, and she, she gets frustrated at that. She's like, well, I can't eat that because my other doctor says I can't have it. Right. And it's one of the most frustrating things in our current
1: medical state in the oh, world. Yeah, the white coats need to get together. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Well, they're, they're not trained in nutritional sciences. And the the, the challenge is, is 100% of people eat. So you got to nail that. Mm-hmm. And yes, the white coats need to get together. And there has to be a higher standard of... The influence of nutritional sciences—it—it it, it just has to be. You know, they haven't changed the protein recommendations since the '80s, at least. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then we had the food guide. sitting pyramid. in the classroom with
2: the projectors when those little things yeah. come yeah. up. Yeah, that kind of, and It hasn't. Like that, right? It's a
1: really good point. It hasn't changed since then. weren't those great? <laughs> but why? Why is that? I mean, it feels like
4: just medicine as a whole. I mean, evolved. if you look back in the early 1900s, it was a lot of apothecary type yep. things, just different mixes a very, you know, base level plant medicine type stuff mixed together. And then you go into all of the like new age prescription things from the 50s and 60s. And that is what we're still on. Yeah.
1: It drives me freaking crazy. Policy, politics, money. Yeah, money. Influences everything. It just does. It, it influences everything. It influences... You know, you have – I'll give you an example. You know, you have commodities. Commodities are whole foods like egg, dairy, beef, pork. They are under, you know, the USDA. Mm-hmm. And then you have processed foods that are under a different jurisdiction. And the collective marketing budget of these commodities, these whole foods from small farms, $750 million. Collectively, they all pull their money together and they come up with slogans like, I say beef. And you say, yeah, what's for dinner? Or I say, milk, and you say, does a body good?
5: Mm -hmm.
1: Versus PepsiCo has, I don't know, $2 billion, that's one company, is under a different jurisdiction that can make outrageous claims about their food, versus the commodities can say it's part of a healthy diet. So that is an example Mm -hmm. of why the information is so skewed, because the... The landscape is not even. The landscape with the conversation, the landscape to get to the public is not even.
4: Well, and they've really made it almost impossible for a local small town farmer or rancher to sell their food. Yep. You can really only do it at a farmer's market because there's so much permitting that goes into having your meat packaged. Or like if you go to – like we – our son, uh, Axe, just killed his first deer. And we wanted to give... I wanted to give the um, meat out to different friends. But they package it so much. Like, do not... If, this is only for the person intended packaging for. And it's like, well, of course we know that. And our friends are going to be okay with it. But wouldn't it be cool if he could sell that? Or if totally. anybody could sell that stuff? And you can't. Totally.
2: Um. It, it, oh, regulating humans is tough. Yeah,
4: the regulations on just everyday people is awful and that's where you know that the food is just real and whole nothing's being added to it to be able to make more money
2: yeah the safety and the packaging Mm
4: -hmm.
2: when they say that because i mean people if you go if i go the same way with the coats Mm -hmm. like with people in the lab they're like hey this is take this and this is this is going to do this being a seal that we're experimental like yep. They'll say, hey, you know, like, take this. Kids might be born naked. I don't know. They might not do this. They might be like, oh, sure, take it. And at that age, yeah, we yeah. don't care. Yeah. We don't freaking care. That's
1: right. Yep.
2: There's a lot of stuff out there that you don't know that's not monitored by the FDA. And during quarantine, when people started second-guessing some of our facilities, that was terrifying. Yeah. That one got my attention.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, when our when our people, when I was like, hey, what does he say? Or were they? What do they say? And then everyone was like, oh.' Eh, like, Ooh. So that one was kind of... we. I get where, the, where some of our people think like that. Mm. Like where weird. you
4: want approval from yeah, so government. Yeah,
2: because when you get on to one of them, like, hey, where are they raised? I mean, look at the stuff around them. Like the farmers around, what do they do? Because out here, you can see it. Everyone, and you know them. They go to church together. Then, you know, if you mess up, they're going to come over.
4: Yeah, you trust the people that are growing exactly. the food. i that's and, yeah. probably
2: how town started, right? It's like, hey, man, he does this. I, tr- I trust him. That's, that's huge. The overall trust that we have with each other. Yeah. You lose that. I mean, I think that's why America stands like it does is because of that.
4: Yeah. But there's so many people that live in areas that they don't have access to farmer's markets. And you just go to the grocery store and everything, you don't know what is in
1: your food. Yeah. It's that's why not, Whole Foods, choosing Whole Foods mm-hmm. is ideal. And, you know, people always talk about shopping at the perimeter, um, nutrition shouldn't be complicated. So what do we do for,
2: when we start January 1st? Yep. What, do we, what, do we, what are we going Gonna, to do?
1: The, the first thing that you do is you prioritize dietary protein, things like lean meats, chicken, beef, dairy, Greek yogurt, things like that, whey protein shake, make it easy. That mm. is, the, if someone did just that, focused on understanding how much protein they need, and typically a recommendation would be one gram per pound ideal body weight, Get a, a fitness pal or a chronometer. Make it super easy. Everybody has a phone. We're all geniuses now. We all have phones. It's amazing what you can pull up. Mm-hmm. And prioritize dietary protein. Do that one thing. People will change their body composition. You will lose fat. You will have more energy. It is so simple. So one gram per pound, ideal body weight. So how much How do much you want to weigh? I'm
2: 228.
1: How much you want to weigh? 220? I'm 228. He likes where he's at. Perfect. <laughs> so... About 200 grams of protein would be great for you. Mm-hmm.
2: I've never done this. My brother and I were talking about this the other day to cycle what actually works on me.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it would so be amazing. I ate,
2: if I just ate vegetables and was vegan for two, three, two weeks, two yeah. weeks and some change, right? To get everything flushed yep. in there and then see how that made me feel. Mm-hmm. And then switch to this one. And I, I finally did that just during Lent when I gave up everything and was just trying to figure out what worked. There are some people down here, like I have a natural craving for a steak. Yeah. When you don't eat it, you feel bad. When you do, you feel great and it makes you perform so you know and then there's some people they can't. Yeah. We have entire sections of people down here that can't drink alcohol. You put that in them and they will turn crazy. I mean, they'll just go wild. They, they have these inflammations. It's the wildest thing and when someone explained to me, he's like, hey man, there's four different blood types down here. Like you don't even have the same blood as me. What does that even mean? Hmm. <laughs> like you're running on a different fuel than I do and I'm talking the difference between a spaceship, a rocket ship and maybe a boat. I don't know. You you never know what walks in the door. Plus it could have hybrids. Right. <laughs> so f- yeah. off the arc, four blood groups, eight different or eight different blood types, right? Or groups? I'm saying that backwards. But when you when when the doctor's like, yeah, man, it's completely different fuel running you. What and that's do you, gotta go into something of how we eat.
4: What do you think about the um there's a lot of talk about eating for your blood
1: type. Yeah. What's um, your thought on so that? So there isn't evidence to support it. Okay. Um Again, there isn't evidence yet to support it. Mm-hmm. I think that if we focus on fundamental principles, mm-hmm. then we know that we can do really good things.
4: So what you've learned is that eating the one gram of protein, just as a general rule, per pound, that has actually changed the shape and look of your skeletal muscle. Thou-
1: thousands of – I mean, thousands of people. Okay. That's – the. I mean, the book has um, tracks in it, weight loss track, longevity. See, here – at the end of the day, what do we mm-hmm. care about? You care about how you can live long, maybe long is the wrong word, but healthy and capable yeah. so you can be with your family. So what, what are the, yeah. so what are the ultimate outcomes that you want? Mm-hmm. You wanna be able to spend time with Melanie. You mm-hmm. wanna be able to spend time with your children. You wanna be able to do and be of service to the world. The way that you're going to do that is if your vessel is physically capable. Sure. Mm-hmm. How do we support that? You support it by the musculature. It is your architecture. Period. End of story.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: If that goes, everything else goes. Skeletal muscle is not just about looking good. It's not just about being strong. It's your metabolic driver. It's oh, sure. all. And at least of these everything else. Yeah. Right. So if we, so if our ultimate outcome is how we show up to be of service and how we show up in the world, then you have to prioritize that thing.
2: Good.
1: And the concept of eating high quality dietary protein and creating a nutrition plan around that mm-hmm. is supporting the architecture of your body. Everything else falls into place.
4: So what does that look like? Like
1: for how many grams of protein you need? Yeah. What does that look like on a daily basis? Yeah, make it out. Let's let's make it super easy. Depends on how many meals that you want to eat. You don't have to go as high as 1 gram. How many meals do you eat?
4: I'm like a two a day.
1: Perfect. Mm-hmm. So for you, I would say the first meal of the day is critical. You'll get 40 to 50 grams of protein. That could be, two, it's easy, two scoops of a whey protein shake. Maybe it's, I don't know if you eat this for breakfast, but we do in our house, five ounces of a lean meat, whatever, mm-hmm. some vegetables, maybe you'll have some fruit. Then your last meal of the day would be something similar. Depending on what you did for training, you might have some carbs, might have 40, 50 grams of carbs. That could be a cup of rice, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you've got two large meals. That are balanced.
2: What about time of day?
1: Great question. Um, Doesn't necessarily matter. Depending on the person
2: or what they're doing or just
1: consistency. So, eliminating chaotic eating is better and your body knows what to expect, let's say. That's if, hard for some
2: people. Mm-hmm. You're talking about like college living where you can't. It's uh, all exclusive. Of course they don't care about it. In wait the wait a second, I was doing
1: this when I was in college. How do you want to be? We set standards. That's
2: dedication.
1: <laughs> we set standards. I've been doing this since I, that's college. That's why you're in that seat, because you have them, all right? I've you're been doing them. this since we're, college. We're, we're there out. is, is no, like, there is no, I'm telling you, I can see on deployment it would be hard. Okay, but if you are not on deployment, then there is no excuse, there no, is no excuse. mm mm-hmm. was easy, it's
2: just the options. Mm-hmm. That, that's the problem, is the, is the options.
1: So that is why when we started this out, Hunter asked us, okay, what was the Patreon question? We do not set goals, mm-hmm. we set standards. Once you set a standard, because you are the type of person that prioritizes protein, that prioritizes the gym, doesn't matter how you feel about it, you are the type of person that plans for their failures, you know that you're eating at 10 a.m. That's the time that you eat breakfast.
4: But mm-hmm. so. you already do that. Marcus has like a hard end of day eat time, so you well, already do. I had standards. to train. That's what I was
2: explaining to me is your mind, body, and your spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. Like your
2: avatar that you got stuck in down here has its own like three things
0: mm-hmm.
2: that, are, that are stitched in it. It will do automatically, even even if the mind doesn't even want to do it, mm-hmm. especially if it gets worked up. You have to learn how to train this thing. You have to work with it. You talk to I it. I love that. It, I've I, I never, never heard thought it like about that. It that and way. I mean, when I you love explain that. it to
1: me like this, so and, wait, so I want to hear more about this. So we are we are given an avatar. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So mind, body, and spirit. We've heard it our whole lives. Yeah. Some people are born body people. You can see when they walk in the freaking door. You're not born like that.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You have to earn that. And when you walk in the door, not only do I know, you, you, there's, a vo- there's something that tells me without you having to tell mm-hmm. me that. I know you, you can take a routine, I know you can take pain, mm-hmm. and I know you stick with it. It tells you so much.
3: Are you ready to level up your financial game this year? Go check out Navy Federal Credit Union, where banking isn't just a thing they do, it's who they are. Imagine banking with them and pocketing an extra $470 per year. Plus, their credit card APR is 6% lower than other options, and they have a regular savings rate of nearly double the industry average. But hold on to your hats because there's even more goodness. Their members earn up to 1.75% cash back on all purchases using the cash rewards card. And guess what? You can redeem these points so easily on the mobile app. At Navy Federal, our members are the heartbeat of everything they do. Dive into more details at NavyFederal.org, and you can join us with rocking your financial goals this year. Membership is required. Navy Federal is insured by the NCUA, and you can find out all these details and more at NavyFederal.org.
2: Most people, when they're born down here, the athletes, and when they're born into the body, they don't like going to the schoolhouse. Like the nerds and the geeks, the mind people, they don't like going into the gym. Mm-hmm. So I ask people, like, hey, why do you go to that gym? Why do you work out that way? It's like Because it does this to my body. It makes me feel like this. I'm like, okay. All right, same way with the mind people. You can't identify them until they open their mouth. And they can hide themselves in plain sight. A lot of them just sit and listen, right? And I'm like, hey, why do you go to that schoolhouse? Why do you study that philosophy? What would it do to you? Because when you manifest something in there, you know when you run across somebody that's highly intelligent. You can, you can listen to them for days. No matter what they're talking about, they have a way of explaining something to where not only do you hear it, you can hear it. Yeah.
1: It makes sense. makes yeah. sense. What's the third avatar?
2: Spirit. Spirit. Mm. You know, when they walk in, too, you can usually smell them. They'll hit you with a Bible. They got bees hanging everywhere or something. Got you, you,
1: incense. Yeah, incense. They're pacifists. You, you, they're, you recognize them.
2: We, they identify themselves with the clothes they wear. They hate going to the gym. They're not, they don't go playing sports. They don't like getting hit. I mean, that's a true spirit you're dealing with. Knowing what happens when you train the body. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a perfect example of vision. With two weeks, you can change this thing. That's why they say it's made of clay. God, you can mold it into whatever you want, right? Knowing what happens when you train the body and does that. What do, you, what do you think happens when you train the mind? We know that too. You ever seen anybody train all three of them? A mind, body, and a spirit? Probably not. They're freaking
1: rare. I mean, they're rare. That is like, the human weapon. Hey, you can't imagine what you walk into when you see that. human weapon. Because you can't hit them.
2: Because the eyes eat first. Mm-hmm. So as soon as something walks in the door, especially with those physical round people, they're like, hey, I know I can I, physically, whatever. whatever. I, I can see your weaknesses and your strength and stuff like that, right? And the same way with the minds. Like, hey, if I can't get you physically, then I'll crush you mentally. And you know as well as I do, people can talk. Team guys are great at it. They can talk. It's called breaking your wheel. Like some people, I've seen professional fighters that have been fighting forever. Just another guy get in your head and talk you down, Right. Well, if they're educated on that, you can't break them mentally. They're like, okay, well, I'll come at your spirit then. Like, oh, you're walking with Jesus, then I can't. Damn, <laughs> then you got me all three. I'll go. I'll go deal with that one. Mm-hmm. If I, because I can't get to you. And all it takes is literally going in there and being mm-hmm. a part of it, just developing that routine. So that's what had to happen with me. I wasn't born with all all three. I just, and, and life will put you there too. Like those of us in the body, eventually your body will start to way down or your body will get so good that it'll crave the knowledge of why it's like that Hmm. and if you got a spirit in there that can drive that sucker i mean these people that we like especially in our generation like our nitro circus boys they take it just to the extreme and everything they do whatever's driving whatever is contained inside that sucker is amazing Mm -hmm. and it's trying to break out and and it's talking back and forth to itself and when he explained it to me like that i was like oh yeah I wish I'd have known that back in the day because mm. I'd have looked at everything a little different. I'd taken my schooling a little serious. My church, you know, when I go to hear the, the Bible, that's like the instruction manual. Oh, that's what he said to me. He goes, you got a kick-ass car outside. I was like, "You read? did you read the instruction manual? No. No one does. You can't so believe true. what that thing Is can it? do. That's People so like, true. I got it, man. It's got Wilson's and Bell's. It talks to me. I'm like, yeah. and they're usually this thing. Yeah. I know the basics. Yeah, the basics. Yeah, And you can survive down here with the basics. But if you've ever walked across somebody who's read the manual, in the mind, the body, and the spirit, like when I pass out gifts now, I'll pass out Marcus Aurelius' meditations, the Bible, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger's encyclopedia of bodybuilding, mind, body, and spirit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like you hit, if you can train all three of those, they feed themselves too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like the confidence comes when you, when, you, when you build this, and someone was oh talking to me, oh, the first time I put a gun on my hip, changed things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. First time you got a lot of money in your pocket and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Like when you get that education in your mind and you know when you walk in, they don't know what you know, there's a power that goes with that. I think the most dangerous thing we do is put kids in positions of power that have never had it. You know what they feel like. It's, a, it's kind of a, a weird morph they go through, especially if it's ultimate power. I've seen this they say, hey, man, you got to start that kid in the mailroom
1: yeah
2: and let him let Let him work yeah Yeah. bust his ass don't tell him who he is just just kick the crap out of his entire life man then he finds out what he's what he's for it's completely different attitude Mm -hmm. it's a human condition you know we are what we are i mean it's the funniest thing is like knowing how successful we can be when we all work together you think everyone would just fall right into that sure do but we don't so it's amazing
4: uh, talking about the skeletal muscle, this is super interesting, especially for the kickoff of New Year's and how everybody wants to get back in shape just from the holidays. Do you have to, when you say to start doing that with your eating, do you want them working out at the same time or do you want them to eat first, start to feel better yeah, and then do it? Yeah. First.
1: So here, here's what I'm, I'm going to say. Reason. I never even thought about that. Here's what I'm going to say. Before anyone goes into oh I'm gonna start I want this to be the last year that we have to have this conversation mm-hmm. last year you know next year January first is gonna come so is it gonna be exercise is it gonna be diet the reality is it's gonna be both both of course yeah. and I know but I know people are gonna say well I'm gonna start with one and I want to start slow why mm-hmm. who who told you that. You have to eat, 100% of people do it.
2: You gotta do that.
1: (laughs) You gotta do that. Uh, When you
2: talk talk to them like that, like, hey, just put this in your house. That's
1: it, it has to happen, so. So are you you cooking every meal? No. Okay. You were telling me about uh, organizing all this stuff. I outsource everything. Do you? I'm sorry, it's just the reality of it. I run a handful of businesses. I have a, a medical practice. I have two more books coming. I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> so the reality is I know my weaknesses, I plan for those. So I have someone okay? come in and cook, oh, and do. everybody doesn't have to do that, right? Mm-hmm. It's also, people will say, I can't afford that. Yes, you can, how much are you spending when you go out to eat? Yes, right. you can, you reallocate those funds.
2: Oh, what are your habits and hobbies? Mm-hmm. There's always something, there, yeah, yeah, so, I, mean, I get so that. So it
1: is just about, I get that one. about being disciplined. So yeah, should you be training? Yes, should you go hurt yourself and do all these things? No. Should you get on the cardio equipment and and that would be your start? No. Mm -hmm. You should be able to figure out if you can do push-ups, if you can do squats. It can be body weight. You have to move against resistance. It could be a band. Mm
5: -hmm. I do
1: not care. Please do not tell me that walking is exercise. Walking is something you should be doing. Mm -hmm. It is baseline activity for life. You brush your teeth, you walk, fine. Mm -hmm. That is not enough. You know, we're not looking to have a mediocre vessel. Mm All to rebel. We're we're not. Yeah,
2: start yelling at you. We're
1: Mm -hmm. we're not. Because what is the aging process of that? Mm -hmm. So yes, my answer to that would be both. And no, it is not difficult. It is as hard. It's difficult if you have a narrative about it. Mm -hmm. The best of the best are neutral. They have a neutrality of... It's not that big of a deal. It's not your last meal. It's not, oh, my God, this workout is such – they're neutral. You know, I, and what I didn't get a chance to say uh, earlier is that who do I take care of? Who do I serve? Um, I serve two main groups of people. Uh, I take care of special operators, former special operators. I work with Kirk Parsley. I sit on the Seal Future Foundation. I work with Hunter 7, Early Cancer Detection, Task Force Dagger. Um, I love this population. They are my people. Mm -hmm. I get them. I'm married to one. This is a group of, of people that I have learned so much from in terms of being a good doctor. So that is one group. The other group of individuals that I take care of, they're very entrepreneurial, they are motivated, they're mavericks or innovators, and these could be moms, they could be looking for weight loss, it doesn't matter what it is, but it's an archetype of a person. The best of the best of all of these people have a a handful of things in common. Number one, they don't have a narrative about it. There's no narrative. Mm -hmm. They execute on the plan whatever. If we decide they're going to be doing three days of resistance training, they do that. If we have to prioritize sleep, which you know, is not fun, but has to happen, they're neutral.
2: Oh, yeah. I forget how to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they're neutral about it. And so there isn't a narrative. And they expose, do they feel worthy mm-hmm. of um, the fitness and the body and et cetera, et cetera, right? So the no narrative, they're very disciplined. The key to longevity isn't all the stuff we're talking about. You know that? The true key to longevity Oh sure, is actually just discipline. Discipline. Period. That's it. I I preach that on stage that's, now. it's I mean, it, so hard, though. A lot of people oh, no, just that's don't, that's don't what have you it. Mean. That's the problem. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. it's what they don't have is they don't have knowledge of the moment before the lack of discipline. Mm-hmm. So something happens, whether it's a moment of discomfort or maybe a subconscious thought or um, something else. A holiday, a freaking phone call But you there's missed. something there so before it. There's so many things you can stick in that. But there's something before it, and maybe it's a, a discomfort of, you know, like when I when I sat down to write any of my stuff or my book or whatever, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And there would be moments where I'm like, what the fuck is this? I have no idea. Hmm. And then I get up to do something,
5: mm-hmm. and,
1: and I kept caught catching myself because I was being undisciplined, but I was being undisciplined because – in that moment right before, I was uncomfortable. I couldn't surf the urge of discomfort, which then took me six more months to write the book because I wasn't being disciplined.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: So the key to longevity is discipline and being able to figure out whatever that moment is right before. And it could be discomfort. It could be who knows, whatever the thought is.
4: So do you ever have moments of weakness when, like with food? Do you celebrate eating a cake or something, or you just written that off for knowing that health prioritizes taste or whatever it is? Great question.
1: Um, so I think that the bigger question is, number one, these foods aren't bad, mm-hmm. right? There they is a place for all of them. The bigger question is um, the integrity that you've made with yourself. So for me, if I know that I am eating clean five days a week or six days a week and I plan okay well this one day I know that I'm going to go out to eat I have no issue with it Mm -hmm. because I have a plan for it and I've created an integrity about it but if I were to say oh well this day I'm going to go out to eat here and I'm just going to have this and it wasn't structured and there was no plan for it then you're not setting a um I don't know if the word is tradition. You know, like I was asking you guys before because mm-hmm. I have these two little kids. How do you set tradition? You you And you know what you said to me? We have dinner every night together.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: If I called you and I said, tomorrow, what are you doing with your family? You're having dinner with them. Mm-hmm. So with the food and with the behaviors, you have to plan for it. So if it's going to be something that's off your plan, then then you understand and you've created that. It's not on a whim. So do I... Um, have cake or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's planned for. It's not a spontaneous, I deserve it. It's none of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, switch on it's not a reward. We're not doing it for ourselves. Like, hey, man, I, I got to eat like this so I can hang out here. Mm-hmm. Th- that was yeah. just the way it was. And it ch- if you switch the mindset on them as opposed to like, oh, I can't eat that because it does this to me. I'm like, no, nah, I can't eat that because it not only does it do this, but I can't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Or
2: the respect level that comes with that.
0: Right.
2: Like, I could give you everything, but not give you discipline. You won't hold anything. I can give you discipline, and you'll get respect. Because people, everyone respects that. When we walk in, there's a dog sitting there laying around. There's one that's the one that's sitting up, ears up, that looks like it's been trained. Everyone recognizes that. Mm-hmm. Everyone says, man, did you see those kids? They're well-mannered, well-respectful. We even do that as adults. When someone walks in the door, like, look look at the way they look. Look at the way they walk, right? And the moments that they when. When, when something happens, who loses their cool? Who doesn't? We, resp- I mean, we respond to that very quickly.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So, when you're teaching these methods to your clients, do you usually see a result or do people get frustrated that they don't see results? No,
1: no.
2: Because there's a difference between you've got to stay on them. Mm-hmm. Some people are like that. I mean, they'd like, they, they'll say I don't yeah. like being no, yelled no, at, no, but no, if you no. don't do no, that, no, they no. won't go.
1: I mean, I'm sure there are patients that haven't gotten results, mm-hmm. but it, no. I mean, we hold them to the standard that we know that they can handle. Yeah, that's- mm-hmm. We hold them to a standard. You know, if you're coming in to see me as a, a, as a patient, mm-hmm. we are on the same team. We're on a team. Yeah. And if we decide that we are doing this thing, we're fucking doing it. Yeah. And I didn't, I mean, we're doing it together. That's basically the
2: standards. That's huge, too. The discipline and the standard of what you're trying to, to accomplish. Like what, what you see when you walk in, like Marines in the uniforms. Man, you never seen one out of shape Marine in that freaking uniform. <laughs> and, and no matter how much we make fun of the Marines and we go back and forth, and I mean, we SEALs and Marines are notorious for that. If someone ever asks us about those freaking uniforms, be like, hey, they look good. I'll give them that, man. They can scrap and they, can, they look good in those freaking uniforms, yeah. man. And there's a standard there. That's right. The other Marines won't let them get out of regs.
1: Yeah. And I think that this brings up a really good point is having a teammate
5: mm-hmm. that, oh, that yeah.
1: you're doing it together. So if you don't have a friend that you're doing this with, then you should have a provider or somebody, mm-hmm. you know. And I will say for, again, um, portion of my practice, all military operators, dude, rope in that. Are you at,
2: telling that? That's good. I never thought about that. Like, go get somebody.
1: Yeah, Especially you, team, you, you got to rope you
2: got swim buddy. There's always two of us. You always put them in pairs. You've got you to got
1: rope in somebody else. Because you might not be willing to do it for yourself, but you're not going
2: yeah, to right. like, right.
1: fail on someone else. You won't slack on that other one, though. You know, so for training, I, I have two little kids. You think I, I, My husband's up at 4 a.m. running. You think I want to get up that early? Mm-hmm. What do I do? I have a training buddy. I have it set up where I'm showing up at the gym. I'm not going to let that person down.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the worst and the best. Like, God, I don't want to go I mean you can cause you will last minute it to the getting out of bed 100%, everything. day. Hundred percent. Every you'll be like,
1: single day.
2: I know they're there. And they're thinking the same thing.
1: Every single and you day. You wanna call them and you'll be like, no, damn.
2: Every single day. Every, every single day. We didn't talk about that. We should have. Because people are like, <laughs> hey, day. with the diet, do you ever get like you want to eat them like yes? Every <laughs> time. Every day. But you expect
1: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming. Are you it's kidding? I'm already that's talking right. myself out of tomorrow's workout. That never workout. goes away. <laughs> I'm talking. I think my- people
2: think that goes away. It doesn't. You're like, no. man, it's always there.
1: No, and I'm already ta- trying to talk myself out of tomorrow's workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know I'm going to do it because you have your accountability partner too. That's yeah. going to
4: call you. It's and, annoying. Yeah, I don't want to go tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow's like Christmas. I don't. Last three yeah.
2: days. So tonight, me and this one got to go jump. We got to go do our polar plunge at midnight.
1: Gosh, that's if quick, it wasn't midnight, I would be inviting myself. That's a my Christmas husband. tradition. A, I've been that doing they it since, do. I, was, since yes. I was a
2: sophomore in high school. Can
1: we read? Can we consider at some point doing two and readjusting the time because Shane yes. and I will come. <laughs> but if you can
2: do a video. Uh, this is like we all. Hit, I would totally hit, do that. We got guys in the other neighborhoods. We've all been doing it for for years. Does it have to it's, be midnight? It's like yes. Eve like, at midnight. That's why it it's sucks. Awful.
1: That's like married person. I know. At Three a.m. It's m. terrible.
4: Yes, it's awful.
2: It is. It's terrible now. Last year we did it. Was the coldest day in history so the fun i history. had
4: to set my alarm to wake up just to take
5: pictures of him coming back and in i mean for, for, just I to asleep. go to the point
2: what you were talking about for the last few days i've been trying to talk myself out of it of course
5: you are of course you I know are. you're gonna do it. that tonight sounds like so I will much be fun
2: with him and we will be in that water at midnight if y'all wondering what me and this my, my oldest over here are doing we'll be in the water
1: yeah and then yeah i love that that sounds like a lot of fun
2: those are those traditions that i started and i love I, that and now that he's in it I'm not gonna let you this morning. I was like, okay, I really don't have to do it because I already passed it to somebody. I kept it alive, and I was like, nope, oh, you got to nope. do it still. Yeah, see, hear him over there. He's like, hey, look, if I got to do this, you do. <laughs> oh my God, and I that's, that's so. the most important thing about having that, yeah. that, that that partner, a teammate, somebody just light a fire in your ass, man. They don't care. Because here's
1: the reality, right? Is we're on this aging trajectory, and it's it's not going to get easier. We all know what the end result is going to be.
2: It's almost just like our overall God's intention is to so see you learn how to deal with that. Dying,
0: aging.
1: I mean, you've had a very unique uh, perspective on it that the rest of us will never have. Um, most of us will never have. Um, and there's a lot to be learned from that.
2: I saw death early.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we, someone had to point this out to me. It like most of the, Especially a lot of our teammates, all the funerals, we're usually in our 70s and 80s when we have to start dealing with that. That's why older people act the way they do around everybody. They want to see them real quick because they don't know if death is right there. And I, that, that, that one hit me pretty hard. I couldn't figure it out either. And I was like, it's a mountain death. That's why when I'm with somebody, it's like, hey, man, first impression, they'll always remember that. Give them the time of their life. I mean, have the best moment you can with anybody, whatever it is you're doing, I don't care. Team guys are great at that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I try to remind myself all the time what I am.
1: I try to remind team guys, too, when they're like, you know, I'm kind of down. like, well, suck it up, man. You're a freaking team guy. <laughs> so you want to like- so know our family motto? I probably should never say this, but I'll say it. D-B-A-P. This is what my husband tells me. You know what that stands for? What is it? Don't be a pussy.
2: Yeah. Always say it out loud. <laughs> I, we didn't abbreviate it. We get I, the M. Uh, so, my brother.
4: Uh, I say that. She said I, it to her
2: kids. Like, I think my sister, <laughs> and I love her too. She, the other day, she's like, God, oh, don't be a pussy. I'm like, yeah. I love you. Ride or die. So,
0: freaking <laughs> I had to
4: call some movers out uh, a couple months ago. I hired some movers this her, to move this, something. This happened. And he said something was too heavy. I said, don't be a pussy. I literally <laughs> hired you to carry this. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, so is there anything else from your book that you want to tell our listeners just for overall health, not just a New Year's thing, but Yeah, I we're mean, starting in January. Yeah, setting the standard this, from now so on. So this
1: book, are you ready for this? This mm-hmm. is my first book. It the first week outsold Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? So I don't know. I think you should replace his book with mine and outsold our Atomic Habits. What? I it's a we New will. York Times bestseller. Oh, congratulations! First week.
0: Nice, okay. nice, nice.
1: That feels good, doesn't it? Um, you know why it feels good? Because it wasn't about me. Mm-hmm. This is about a mission that can change the narrative of medicine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's good. Congratulations.
1: The New York Times bestseller list hit all the lists. I love Publishers it. Publishers Weekly, all the lists. Um, this book is a game changer when it comes to understanding what's happening in our world about the information we're getting. And it's actually very practical. Mm-hmm. It tells you what to eat, how to work out, how to think about it. That's great. And Thank why you, you should do it.
4: Have you done... I'm so stuck on the brain scans just because my... I'm dealing with my grandma with dementia right now have you since you started doing the skeletal muscle well it's called de- muscle centric medicine okay so since yeah. you've been doing that have you actually like requested brain scans to see how people are
1: doing um it's a really great question and i typically will send them out okay uh, there are certain brain scans that i think everybody should do especially operators mm-hmm. transmagnetic stimulation I um, don't know if you guys have, have oh, worked yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, okay, yeah. so the Wave Neuro guys. I have many of my patients doing it. Um, and then I will say that one thing that I'd like to see everybody do is Pronovo scans, full-body MRIs for um I should prevention. do that anyway as
2: soon as we get but out. how do you? In and out, actually, just to get yes, a
1: reference. So yes, we should. Um, it is something that is a goal of mine to see if we can start having operators. And by the way, I say operators, but it really should be operators and their teammates. It should be operators and their wives. But what Um, about just
4: for everybody? I mean, I feel like just there's...
2: Well, in our world, you start with us and it works. Yes. Yes. That's with anything.
4: It does, but there's such a huge need in just the general population of needing these scans. No, the
1: brain scan would not be the first thing because they, if you are doing the things that... Um, need to happen middle age, mm-hmm. then you can prevent later life dementia. Okay. So uh, midlife dementia is really about the majority of it is about metabolic control. It is about making sure that your insulin levels are lower, that your blood glucose is. Oh controlled. Hell, we drink
2: too. All that man. When we get you, once your body gets damaged and you throw that in there, that's that's a different story than somebody who's right. just boozing it up. Right.
1: Well, and alcohol is just killing just, your just, body. I mean,
2: and when it's broke open on the inside and it's just kind of like, yeah,
1: so there are things that we really do need to consider. So brain scans, I think the first thing that people should do is have routine blood work
5: mm-hmm. because
1: there's a lot that you can sure. tell from routine blood work. Scans are expensive for people. Um, is there something that you can do once you get a scan um, CT or MRI? Not necessarily. Again, it depends on what we're looking for. Um, But as a routine thing, might not be ideal.
4: Are what are your favorite supplements for people to take? Yes,
1: I would love to tell you that. So, um, there's something called uh, Mm MitoPure. I think that nearly everybody should take it. It is Urolithin A, and it affects. It's a postbiotic, and there's so much science behind it, and it helps with strength and endurance. It's as close to exercise in a pill that you will find. But what I love about it is
2: exercise in a pill. In a pill. pill. Oh, same thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> as close as I mean, it's phenomenal. So that that would be one of my favorites, vitamin D. Mm-hmm.
4: But what brand do you have? A certain brand that you like? Um,
1: so the Mito Pure mm-hmm. is that's it's from Timeline. Okay. Um, and that's amazing. The fish oil. So someone should, you should definitely be taking fish oil. So First Form makes a great fish oil. There is um. um Designs for Health makes a great fish oil. And if people go to my website, I have a, a whole list. Mm-hmm. I put together a list. That's of, one of those you
2: just take when you hit a certain age anyway. You
1: should be taking it now. My kids take it. So I give my kids fish oil and vitamin D. Um, the other thing that people – so we've got uh, fish oil, vitamin D, urolithin A. If you don't eat red meat, I think creatine is a great choice. Um, and a solid good multivitamin doesn't have to be crazy.
4: Mm-hmm. And you have I'm all of those on, on your... I'm on my good. website.
1: Yeah, my website's drgabriellion.com. Uh, I also put out a newsletter okay. that I review studies. So there's there's things that we think work and then there's certain things that we know work. Mm-hmm. So I always review literature and I'll, I p- make it really easy to read, like here's a study, this is what I think that you should be using based mm-hmm. on this collective amount of data um, I think is very important.
2: When people get... Say they have the heart condition. You treat one, both pages the same way. Then mm-hmm. they get frustrated about the same way when they read stuff in the book. Hey, this thing's designed different. Each one of them. So you can have the same condition, but the fuel affects that thing differently.
1: Yeah, and that's again, it goes. to... So back people just to... take the
2: page. Just take time. It's, it's so people get frustrated, and that's the most important thing you should remember is like that happens to everybody. It's just relax. See, yeah, that yeah. goes
1: back to that neutrality. That goes back to the neutrality. Don't hype up. Don't get that's... too high. Don't don't get. Too... There you go.
4: Are you open to taking other patients that aren't operators or through Hunter Seven, so they can go on your website and request a consultation with you? So we,
1: I have a full team. Okay. Um, and they're very capable. Again, we see moms, we see everybody. We do weight loss, we do hormone replacement, we do all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So they could just go to the website, which is drgabriellion.com. We do.
4: Do you see a lot of people now with different autoimmune issues? I do.
1: We treat those all the time.
4: I was diagnosed several years ago, like in 20, probably 10 years ago with Hashimoto's. Yep. And, um, I feel like I've heard different things from so many different doctors or dietitians or different people, but I'd be curious to know what your are are. So I,
1: says. um, I treat Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm all the time and many patients go into remission the reason someone doesn't go into remission is because you're not finding the underlying cause Mm -hmm. how long have you two been together
2: 13 years Mm
0: -hmm.
1: typically what i have seen is that 27 hours (laughs) so are you ready for this um i got really good at treating some of these things because the operators would come back with a lot of gut issues. Mm -hmm. Tons of gut issues and one person would be symptomatic, either the team guy or maybe he wouldn't be, but then all of a sudden the wife is symptomatic. And so oftentimes with underlying Hashimoto's, there could be an underlying parasite or an underlying bug that was picked up that was never treated. Mm. And you pull that linchpin, you treat both people and you address, obviously, diet, et cetera, and Hashimoto's gets better.
4: You gave me your bug.
1: Oh, did you catch that by the time
4: I, I showed up? You have given it to me. Because when I, got I
1: met him. i some funky him, stuff
2: right here.
4: Every, but every,
2: I mean, you can't believe what they I talked can. in here, girl. Every operator. I mean,
4: Are you all kidding? all of our
2: brothers, we got it.
1: <laughs> well, he. alive <laughs> in yes, here. Let uh, me just At put least it five different things. Every <laughs> least, operator. At right? the very least. And I've never had an I operation thought about naming him.
4: Yeah. Well, he specifically in Norma. <laughs>
1: Norma. What's up?
4: In um, Operation makes sense now.
1: Probably freaking...
4: when he was in yeah, the that's village. Yeah, so I'm telling you, yeah. I oh, I take care of yes. When he was in the village um, during Operation Red Wing, and he was in there for days, he drank out of an old Pepsi bottle and filled it up from the creek, and had a parasite. For years, and I met him five years after Red Wing, He still had the parasite, and the doctor he went to so many different gastro. No one could figure out what the parasite was, and then all of a sudden, it goes away, and I get Hashimoto's.
1: So there you go. You're welcome. You came so to your bug. So this happens all the time. This happens all the time. <laughs> and right about
2: the time I started feeling good too.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this is not uncommon. It's it's not actually. You guys are laughing. It's actually not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Um. And I treat I treat it all the time, God, that thing and I do on me. have I major gut like yeah, I course. have
4: the the you know leaky gut whatever. So this
1: is um, common. I hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. We treat uh, patients for these things all of the time. I will be calling you.
2: We got here. She's right here. I know we're buddies now. <laughs> Freaking husband's a teammate of mine. <laughs>
4: Well, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you want to share about your practice or anything?
1: Um, this is actually – oh, my gosh. I know you guys won't come, but I'm inviting you anyway. We are doing the first ever Forever Strong Summit, January 13th and 14th in Austin. Jason Redman is coming. He's uh, going to speak there. He's a long-time no, patient. No red. Mm-hmm. So he's a long-time patient of mine. Oh, nice. Um, so he'll be there, and we have amazing people. So if you guys are in Texas or not in Texas – January 13th and 14th they can go to foreverstrongsummit.com check it out uh, I strongly recommend people check out my book you can get it wherever books are sold it's called Forever Strong podcast which I'd love to have you on the mm-hmm. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon show uh, podcast and newsletter I'll talk medicine with you all day
4: yeah I love it awesome.
1: thank you again yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas thank you. thank
4: you happy new year